This is the Truth Network. That's not my father. It's just my reflection. No. Look hard. You see, he lives in you. I go back. I'm not who I used to be. Remember who you are. You are my son and the one true king. Remember who you are. Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action and now. Nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. Look inside yourself, Simba. You are more than what you have become. How can I go back? I'm not who I used to be. Remember who you are. You are my son and the one true king. of the road <laughs> today on the christian car guy show simba you've forgotten who you are <laughs> and i just can't wait to be king all those things you know you you can't help but note that every story borrows its power from the gospel i mean it just does i mean we've forgotten who we are and, and you know, I have to tell you, I've been missing you guys the last two weeks. I've been on vacation, and I'm very anxious because we've got Jim Christian, my good friend from um, Benchmark Auto Sales, with us here today. Jim, welcome. Good morning. Thank you. But what a contrast in kingdoms I observed while on vacation. <laughs> well, I was on vacation slash mission trip. So I went on a mission trip to Jamaica with Teen Challenge two weeks ago. I spent a week over there. And then I took my family, came back, worked a couple of days, and then we went to Disney World. And on my mission trip, I went with an ex-biker guy by the name of Ricky, and when he was sitting next to him on the plane, he looks over to me and he says, Robbie, I've seen some things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, after I've been to Jamaica, I've seen some things. I mean, oh my goodness. Well, you may have heard, you know, getting back to the king of the road thing, you know, where are you going, Robbie? Well, you may have heard me speak of the stages of the masculine journey. 
as John Eldridge outlines them, and this is a, a, his view of taking David's life and looking at the stages that David went through as an example of how, you know, to live a life biblically. And he explains that there's this boyhood phase that is the beloved son, you know, like Jesus got when he came up out of the water. This is my beloved son. Well, every boy needs that beloved son stage. Every boy then goes into the cowboy ranger stage, which is when, you know, David was a shepherd out there taking care of the sheep. And then they become a warrior. And you think about David taking on Goliath. And then they become a lover. And certainly David was a lover. <laughs> you can't miss that. But all that is, is, is like God is training us up to be kings. And I think it's so true, and the more I live life, the more I see this, that defining whether or not your kingdom as a king or a queen, as the case may be, is easily spotted by what does it look like to live in your kingdom, right? What, what you know, David made it about the, the temple, about worship. Think about all the music and all the wonderful things that he got going. Well, with that in mind, let me contrast Walt Disney. <laughs> who was quite a king the more I think about it as I spent time in his kingdom this last week. And the king of England or the queen of England, as the case may be in Jamaica, who ruled Jamaica for all these years and has left behind this situation that I, I can't even begin to fathom. But the first contrast I want to make to you is how do they care for it? And most people who know me know I teach special needs children or actually adults um, at church. And so how do the Jamaicans treat special needs children versus the way they're treated at Disney World? Okay. <laughs> well, if you go to Disney World, you're going to find out that, you know, they go to the front of every line and they're celebrated. I mean, Aladdin or Jasmine or Mickey or Minnie will be hugging them and kissing them and, and you will see the celebration of these children. That's unbelievable. Well, in Jamaica, they throw them in the gutter, literally. They do. The people there believe that they have an evil spirit, and they throw them out to die. So I, while I was in Jamaica, I went to the Bethlehem Catholic Mission for the unlovable children there. And, and there the church roams the streets looking for these handicapped children that have literally been thrown in the gutter to die. And I saw 50 to 60, in, I mean, little tiny babies with Down syndrome or Tourette's or whatever it was that was causing them to think that they had an evil spirit and they threw them in the gutter. And these kids were on IVs and all this stuff. But then there were these kids up to 14 years old. They were confined to these cribs. They were still in diapers. None of them had been trained to do, you know, because I work with special needs folks. You know, they don't have to live a life where they can't even move. But since there wasn't the manpower to help these kids, you can kind of see what it was like to live in that kingdom. Now, <laughs> a little more contrast for you, okay? Any decent building in Jamaica that you go to, if it's someplace that you want to go eat dinner in or whatever else, it has a 20-foot wall with razor wire. <laughs> I'm serious. They all do. And many have armed security. And what few police you'll see in Jamaica, they have machine guns, and they're dressed in fatigues. And I can honestly say I spent a week there, and I never felt safe. I mean, two nights a week, in Ochos Rios, where we were staying at the Teen Challenge facility there. Up on the mountain, they mount these giant speakers, and these speakers are maybe the size of a motorhome. 
and I'm guessing there were 30 or 40 of them. We saw them carrying them up the mountain. It was about four miles away from where we were. Now, this music or screaming, depending on how you want to look at it, started at 4 p.m., and when I took this recording at 2.30, it was still going. Now, we left that morning at like 3, so I don't know what time it stopped. But there was no sleeping, no thinking or anything, and this is what you would hear. Now, those going to this giant party, I mean, it was a giant party. They were all going up the mountain. And I was told they were high on cocaine and marijuana, and there were prostitutes dancing on poles literally up and down the road that they were walking up. If I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I would never believe that such a thing would ever go on. And, and if you walk the streets of Jamaica for just two minutes, you will get solicited. I never went in public and was not solicited to buy marijuana. One time I was swimming in the ocean. This dude swims out to me and says, do you want to buy some marijuana? I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, like I'm going to be out there in the water. But And and everywhere you look, these people are smoking it, and they got this glassy look in their eyes, and they, they can't really tell you much of anything. Well, I did get a chance to speak to many recovering drug and alcohol victims at our work there at the Teen Challenge Farm. And the fruit of this rampant partying is fatherlessness. It really, it really, really is. And I'll, I'll share, one, share one story. I'll, I'll call him Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones was a really tall, good-looking Jamaican man. He was about 50, very well-spoken and you're kind of like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, because he was just, you know, he just presented himself well. And, and compared to a lot of the other folks there, that they cut up each other with machetes when they get in fights. And so they have all these horrible scars. It's just something to see that I just wasn't expecting. But anyway, Mr. Bell didn't have any of those. And um, when we began to speak, he kept sharing his story on how, you know, when he was an infant, he was given to his aunt because his mother couldn't take care of him without a father. And the aunt raised him, but she never told him what his name was. And she, he had no idea what his birthday was. So when he went to school, he said, you know, they'd ask him what his birthday. One class, he would tell him one thing, you know, October 12th. And then he'd go to the next class. They said, what's your birthday? He'd make up another date. And they just called him Mr. Jones, I guess, because... You know, they didn't know what else to do because, you know, that was what it, that was. He didn't know his name. Wow. So we'll have more on the story of Mr. Jones and we'll have more on the difference in kingdoms. And maybe this will erupt something in your heart and you'll feel like calling us and commenting on it. 1-866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We'd love to hear your story when we come back. Stay tuned. King of the Road today on the Christian Car Guy Show. I'm talking about 
kingdoms and what a difference it is to be in one kingdom versus the other kingdom. I've been contrasting my trip to Jamaica, a mission trip with Teen Challenge, working on the Teen Challenge farm with a trip to Disneyland, <laughs> Disney World, actually. And we're going to get into more of that. I, when we left our hero, uh, Mr. Jones, I wanted to finish that, that story. But in the meantime, I would, again, offer anybody who's had an issue like this where they've experienced living in the kingdom of a good king versus the kingdom you know, where somebody was self-indulgent, i.e. the British when they ran Jamaica. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. We would love to hear that. So Mr. Jones, as he was telling a story about, you know, he didn't know how old he was. He didn't really know his name. And, you know, he just went by Mr. Jones. And, you know, I don't even know how all that works out in Jamaica, but that was that was his story. So when he got into his 20s, he decided he really wanted to know who his father was because his mother wouldn't tell him. Of course, his aunt was raising him. She wouldn't tell him. Nobody would say anything. And and so he finds his birth certificate, and he finds out that his name is Emily with a Y, which really upset him. He's like, if my wife, if my mother was going to name me after a girl, he, she could at least use it, I.E. <laughs> you know, being that my name is Robbie with a Y, I get that. <laughs> So anyway, then he goes on, and he, he, he would not let this go. He said, I found that I have two um, siblings. I have a half-brother and a half-sister by that father that was listed on the birth certificate. But all they would say to me, because the father had died, was that I didn't look anything like him. And they, didn't, they wouldn't acknowledge that I was really related to them. They wouldn't say our father. They would say my father. And he kept going back to that. And he would look at me, look me in the eye and he'd say, Robbie, why won't they admit that we have the same father? Why won't they treat me as, a fa as family? So the, the man, obviously, here's, I think, to an extent, the story of Jamaica, that all this rampant partying and promiscuous behavior, you end up with a fatherless society. Now, about the third time he tells me this, and I'm listening, looking in his eyes, that, you know, Robbie, they won't say our father. They say my father. Why, 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 why do they keep saying I don't look like, like, like our father? <clears throat> so God gave me this. It really tickled me. <laughs> he has a wonderful sense of humor. So <clears throat> now picture Mr. Jones, a very tall Jamaican man, and I, I kind of get up in his face, and I look in his eyes, and I said, you know what, Mr. Jones? I think I see the resemblance. You know, I'm, I'm absolutely certain you look just like our father. <laughs> and he looked at me like I was absolutely nuts. Like, what in the world, you know? Because, you know, obviously there's a big difference between the way we look. And, and, and then I pointed up to heaven, and the smile erupted on his face. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you have a father. And, and you were no accident, Mr. Jones. It was no accident that you're going to be standing in this barn right this minute talking to Robbie Dillmore. God intended there to be a Mr. Jones way, way, way back. And, and he was very insistent on the way you would look and everything else. And you look just like him. Bible tells me that. And, and you could see the joy and, that, you know, that there's, you know, there's some answer. But, you know, contrast this Jamaican experience now 
with the creative visionary that really was Walt Disney. What What is it like to experience his kingdom? Man's been dead for whatever, 30 years, I don't know, a long time. But he taught every cast member to write, to share the marvelous stories. He taught every cast member to, shove, to share adventure and love, right? If you think about that music we played a minute ago, compare that to It's a Small World, just a minute. <laughs> right? I mean, It's a Small World. It was been around since the 1964 World's Fair. I know, I wrote it then, at which Walt Disney designed that for Pepsi-Cola. But if you go ride that ride to this day, it's been around for however many years. What is that? Mm-hmm. But people still line up for hours to to sit in that and 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 feel like they're part of a community, right? And so when you think about the heritage of the two places, right? Let's just go back to how did these kingdoms happen? How did this happen? Well, what happened was in Jamaica that England took it away from the Spanish in the late 1500s. And they had no way to man it to keep it from going back to the Spanish. So what do they do, this rocket science idea? They hire pirates, i.e. Captain Morgan specifically, to run Jamaica. Well, what do they bring in? They bring in slaves. They bring in every kind of corruption. They said that every other building in Port Royal was a brothel or something like that, a barn, whatever. And and so interestingly, you know, God took care of it to some extent. In 1692, Port Royal sunk into the sea like Atlantis. The entire city, almost everyone was killed. They tried to rebuild it. 1702, it burned down and everybody was killed again. And then in 1707, there was a hurricane. They were washed away. And a hurricane came every five years until finally they figured out that you can't build a, a city here anymore. And... They moved into Kinston, which is where actually I visited that orphanage. But the pirate and the slaves and all this heritage is what came into Jamaica and built Jamaica. We'll contrast that with a minute. Now, if you you go to Walt Disney World, one of the cool things that they have, which, by the way, now they have a a Trump that's in the Hall of Presidents. You know, they have this Hall of Presidents. And you think about the good kings that we and how blessed America is. I mean, yeah, we started out as a British colony, too. <laughs> but the people that came here were not pirates. They were Puritans and, and, and Methodists and Moravians and Baptists and, and, and these kind of people. And, and they wouldn't stand for corruption. And, and they elected good kings like George Washington or Abraham Lincoln, who wouldn't stand for slavery. And so the result of a good king is a good kingdom. Now, this is coming back to cars, and we got Jim, and we're not going to let him go quiet for the <laughs> We've got all this stuff coming at you. But I know this has made you think about something, that it may be a trip that you took or some experience you had with a good king. We would love to hear it. 866-348-7884. Robbie Dillmore here, and you know, I've developed a real soft spot for my pillow. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if you've been waiting for the lowest price ever offered on my pillow, it's arrived with their patented interlock fill system, American made guaranteed not to go flat. And believe me, I've had mine for over five years now and it hasn't fully machine washable six day money back guarantee and a simple four question filling process right now. Get a two pack of my pillow premiums for only $69.99. That's right. Only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. Dial 1-800-942-9613 or use the promo code GETTRUTH at MyPillow.com. You too could have a soft spot for MyPillow at only $34.99 a pillow. $69.98 for two. Call 800-942-9613 or go to MyPillow.com and don't forget, use that promo code GETTRUTH. So, Robbie, I guess you're wondering, what does this have to do with cars? Well, here you go. <laughs> when you get behind the wheel or when you go to work in the car dealership like Jim does every day, you are entering your kingdom. I mean, if you're behind the wheel, it's your kingdom. If 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 you're dealing with your customer there at, in your facility, whatever it is your job is, you know, we all have internal and external customers, I was told in my process thinking years ago. Then you're in your kingdom. So what does that look like? And it has to do with what Simba is saying here. I mean, what uh, uh, Mufasa, <laughs> which I, I found out at Disney World that Mufasa means lion in, in Swahili. I'm, you know, just saying. And um, so what Mufasa was no Mufasa means king I'm sorry Simba means lion um what Mufasa was telling Simba was remember who you are and and, and when I looked into Mr. Jones's eyes it, he, he'd forgotten who his father was and, and the great news is God is always there the Bible's available to everyone and 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 certainly we hope that more of us will make it available to people in Jamaica and Uganda and places like that, but to remind us who we are. And it has to do with we have a father, and if we'll imitate our father and, and, and you know, go along with what he outlined to us, Jim, then, you know, what's it like? I'd, I'd love, if, if you go to Benchmark Auto Sales, this is an example of what I'm talking about here, one of your credit criteria is they have to be a nice person right <laughs> yeah that's right that's right yeah for us it's culture and it's culture that's based on values and and those values uh, hopefully are reflected in in who we are and how we show up every day and that's an important element we want to deal with happy nice people yeah, and, we want to be happy nice people yeah you want to be happy and but but also i think about that from a standpoint of this is your kingdom Mm -hmm. and, and and obviously you had a founder who this was his kingdom before you that, that taught you this kind of thing. But how important it is for your employees to know I don't have to deal with people that aren't nice. That's right. 
Right. I mean, that's part of being in a kingdom. <laughs> it's that's like, right. And know, we get to make that choice. We get to make that choice. Yeah. And we get to make a choice. And in, in, believe me, if you've ever sold cars, and I've sold them for over 40 years of my life, and I've taught people how to sell cars, and I will still say the first and most important sale is the one you make to yourself. And so if I'm going to sell a used car, I need to know that it's a good car. Because otherwise, I feel like I'm manipulating my customer. That's right. And, and, and to know that it's backed by a warranty, and I know that if I sell this to somebody, they're going to get what they pay for, and they're not going to end up on the side of the road in six weeks, you know, wondering what's going to happen. That's right. I mean, we say all the time, price is what you pay, value is what you get. You know, when we're trying to provide a value to our customers in, in the form of that reliable vehicle and, and, you know, cars and machines and machines break all the time. And that's why we have the warranty. Not that, that we um, expect it, but we realize that goes part and parcel with a vehicle is that sometimes you have things that go wrong. And, you know, we do our best to keep customers in the car by providing that warranty. Yeah. And so w- when I look at this example that I think, you know, God has been painting for me. <laughs> he painted it so clearly in Jamaica. And, and don't get me wrong, there's beautiful parts of Jamaica and, and they have beautiful beaches and there's beautiful people there. And, and they're all made in God's image. Unfortunately, you know, there's just a great deal more bondage there than, than what I had anticipated going on. But when you think about the great kings that God has blessed us with in America, I can't help but think that it was our you know, Christian heritage, our love for God that made us want to pick and elect and have as our rep. In other words, people a long, long time will not stand for a corrupt king unless the people are corrupt, right? If the people are corrupt, they'll stand for a corrupt king. But if they're not corrupt, they're not going to stand for it. And, and, and such is the case in a workplace environment. And, and the perfect example, I think, and I know a lot of people would take his anti-Semitic Semitic heritage and, and blow that out of proportion. But, and maybe there's a case for that. But Henry Ford, you know, clearly if you study him, as I have over the years, the man's desire was that he wanted to build a car that his employees could afford to buy. I mean, think about that value. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like, I'm, I'm just saying, I worked for a lot of the different motor car companies, and it was about profit. It was not about their employees. That, that It wasn't what they came to work for every day. They didn't come to work for their employees. They came to work in order to make a profit. Well, that's self-indulgent. And, and, and what happened to Jamaica eventually was that Britain's more concerned about Britain than they were about the Jamaican people, right? And, and Henry Ford clearly if you study it, the work he went to to, to make, he, he made the cars less expensive, but then he raised his <clears throat> people's salaries in order to get, you know, he couldn't bridge the gap to make the car cheap enough. He raised everybody's salaries so they could afford them because, again, the goal was that it was going to be a good thing to be in Henry Ford's kingdom, that, that this was going to be an enjoyable experience. And the same thing was true for Walt Disney. I mean... If, if you see there and you, and you go hang out there for a while, and, and one of the things I, I just want to point out that's beautiful is the way that they celebrate children. Right? That's a value reflected in their culture. It's completely reflected in their culture. They celebrate children. They celebrate 
children's values. Now, I know they got their problems like Henry Ford had his problems. I understand circle life. I, I get it. There's all sorts of things, but you can't miss the fact that when you are there, you know, this is, this is wonderful, beautiful music. This is wonderful, beautiful stories that, in my mind, picture the gospel in so many ways. So I would love to hear your version of maybe you've been to Uganda or maybe you've been to Jamaica or maybe you've seen something different and you may have a completely different view. I am wide open. I would love to hear it. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And speaking of kingdoms, you know, the Jesus labor love in my absence, oh my goodness, I had so many applications. I was kind of over, I'm still kind of overwhelmed trying to get caught up. But it's there at ChristianCarGuy.com. That's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And I can assure you there were plenty of crises in my absence that we're working on. I appreciate everybody's support and all the donations that have come in for that. Again, you can find that at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as Christian Car Guy Theater. Um, you know, we had another episode that came out here a few weeks ago. You can get the podcast there. And the car show calendar is just out for August. You know, we're trying to make our kingdom wonderful. So if you go to, you know, ChristianCarGuy.com, you got help for single moms and widows because we want to celebrate children here. And part of the reason we do Christian Car Guy Theater is it is in my heart to celebrate children and to create something on the radio Saturday mornings for children. And so inside the Christian Car Guy show is Christian Car Guy Theater. And that's absolutely part of the kingdom as well as our podcast. And so... You know, all the episodes of Christian Car Guy Theater, by the way, if you go on iTunes to season five of Christian Car Guy show, that is every single episode of Christian Car Guy Theater. You can listen to them in order or download them for your kids to play. And oh, by the way, this is just a personal thing. I would love to get some ratings. You know, you can put five star rating or three star or some kind of stars that you think, you know, that kind of feedback would help promote. Uh, Christian Car Guy Theater, I would really appreciate it if you would take advantage of that and, and let people know about Christian Car Guy Theater. Obviously, we have all these wonderful actors and actresses that would love to see that feedback. So, Jim, moving on to a good used car kingdom, you know, what else is, is as you, what, what else does this bring up in your mind as you think about your own kingdom, maybe your own family's kingdom, you know, the way you, you, you treat your family? You know, it's funny you say that. I, I don't remember, um, there was a, a guy years ago who wrote, a, his name was Harold Gouge, and he wrote a newsletter, and it was somewhat um, economic and financially based, but it was hugely spiritual and had a very strong spiritual thread through it and one of the and he would highlight companies that had um you know real interesting philosophies and values that showed up and that's what i think i'm saying is cultures are your values reflected and one of them was uh, a quote by the founders of ben and jerry's and it was like it basically was saying you can't be one person at home and a different person at work. You know, your your values are what they are. And so I would say my kingdoms are similar, you know, and both of them are, are constant works in progress, but, you know, hopefully it, it reflects the things that are important to, to me and to the people in my life. Well, we would love to hear your kingdom story when we get back. You only got one more segment to do it, so you need to call in 866 866- 
348-7884-866-34 Truth. When we come back. Christian Car Guy Show. What is the contrast of kingdoms that you've experienced? You know, what is it like to be a son of the one true king? Remind me who I am. I mean, it's a, that's a beautiful, amazing thing. I can't seem to get enough of it. I would love to hear your story. 866-348-7884. Jim Christian with me today with Benchmark Auto Sales. And, you know, Jim was telling me um, during the break that one of the values that Ben and Jerry's ice cream had, I just loved this. And it it so speaks to what Henry Ford's value was that, well, I'll let you explain it on their way that they paid their employees. Yeah. So, you know, I think they saw work as valuable and their, their thought was, you know, different people contribute at different levels. But based on that, they realized that no one was really contributing substantially less than they were. But while they were the founders of the company, you know, they controlled the revenue and they controlled the income. And and so they had a principle that no one that worked at the company would make less than 10% of what they made which seems like a big disparity, but then when you do the math and you realize these guys are running a multi-million dollar company and, and they could have easily paid themselves a million dollars a year, that would mean that the lowest paid employee at the company would not make less than $100,000 a year, which is a whole lot of money for, you know, for anyone. So, uh, or if they were make, paying themselves 500000 no one would make less than 50000 which still is a lot of money. And it's just a remarkable value that they reflected in 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 their company and and acted on. Right, and, and I, you know, I, we live here in Winston Salem, North Carolina, which is the home of Reynolds Tobacco. Which I know you could go into a million things that they did wrong, <laughs> maybe more than that. I don't know, but one of the things you can't help but note if you live here is even their janitors got rich. I yeah. mean, the way that they paid their people. There's lots of people I have met because I sold cars, right? Right. When I came here, I, we see it and, today, Robbie. And, and, and right. these people, well, I worked for Reynolds Tobacco, for, and they had all the money. I mean, they could buy anything they wanted to. Um, and what was your position there? Oh, I was a janitor. Well, you know, I'm telling you that what it worked, what what it looked like to work in that kingdom had to do with with somebody's values. Now, obviously, there's a lot of things that went awry in 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 with people's values in all these different places. But when you look for the good and, you, and you're sitting there and go, okay, where, 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 what does that look like? And, and what would I like to be remembered as? <laughs> you know, because 
you know, obviously, as we remember these kings, good kings, uh, like David or like George Washington or Abraham Lincoln, you know, we can see what the fruit of that was. Now, Captain Morgan, undoubtedly, you know, he was a pirate and, and what is, you know, I'm sure he had a very lavish lifestyle and he had all he valued the, rum yeah he had and, oh that rum and, was something else yeah. it was kill devil you know rum that would drive people crazy and and do crazy things and and, and you see that you know wow so <clears throat> where this gets to the you know car business it also gets to your minute by minute experience on the road right so you know yesterday i'm just going down the road and like, oh my goodness, I see this truck that's pulling a boat run this red light substantially. Like I can see the lights red, red, red. And I'm like, oh, this can't be good. And about this time, this Jeep comes through, smashes the guy. And wow, you know, what am I going to do? Because I'm late for lunch and I've got stuff I've got to do. <laughs> you know, I'm given a moment here to say, what are your values, Robbie? Well, you know, after all, <laughs> Robbie, you know, you got to live this out. You got to get out and see what's going on. And, and fortunately, nobody was hurt bad. But I mean, you got that minute to minute decision. Is this going to be a kingdom? Are you going to be a king and take charge? And, 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 you know, the people were freaked out and nobody had called the, you know, the ambulance and the police and all that stuff. And so, you know, God gave me the privilege to be able to, to help in that situation a little bit. But in every little situation you got, you got little opportunity. So we got Sarah. Linda is in, you guessed it, <laughs> Port Orchard, Oregon. Sarah, Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. I just want to uh, just, uh, uh, just I've written it down so it won't take too long. Uh, you know, my husband was an ambassador of the, of the good kingdom of his father. Yes. And my father and your father. And whenever he went, he, wherever he went, he would look around, and when he saw a hint of the resemblance of his father in a person, he would talk to that person. I don't care if it was a restaurant or wherever it was. It doesn't matter whether it was the waiter or the owner. or. But he'd always just, as he talked, he'd bring out the joy of being a part of the family of the king. The eyes of that person would light up. I've just, I've seen it everywhere. We took, and as the royal family's inner fire would increase, just like you said about looking at uh, Mr. Jones, and, and they'd, they'd spread that smile on their face. I've seen that light that if from that smile would even spread to everyone in the vicinity. I mean, uh, I, he, he'd been gone now. Just two years, he's with the Lord, and I'm writing his life and our life together, but he's spoken all over the world, but always he bring that bring that smile out, no matter what the circumstances. So that is, that is, Sarah Linda, that's exactly right. Thank you for, I just uh, so thrilled to hear that. No matter how bad the situation, someone has that. You can bring that light and that bring up that. Uh, that is that's so beautiful. Yeah, I you know a smile and a friendly. You know how are you doing? You know it. You're right. I mean, and you know it's scary how many opportunities I probably missed yesterday. Um, but what a <laughs> gift that 
that God gives us to be able to share. If we would just <clears throat> somehow or another get our focus off self-indulgence, <laughs> which is hard. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. That is a beautiful picture. What was your husband's name again? He was called, he was Bishop John Stanley. If anyone, <clears throat> he was known, but now he's with the Lord. Uh, he's I'm 92, coming on 92. So you see, it's a 70 year long time ministry with him, and uh, he was an amazing ambassador to the kingdom. Yes, he was. Bishop John and Stanley, and you can tell in the way his wife speaks of him to this day <laughs> that he was certainly a great king. And I'm so grateful that you called in today. Thank you, Sarah. Linda. Well, you're welcome. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. You know, Jim, that that's just awesome, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is, absolutely. I, I would love for my wife to call into a radio show someday, <laughs> you know, after I'm gone. You know, what What? what a... What a Legacy, you know, that, that, that we all could leave that, you know, um, that, that our family would see us as an ambassador of the king and a, and a son of the one true king that we remember. And so, wow. What a, celebrate it that way. Yeah, yeah she, 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 she hit it on the head. And, and you know, it's all something I'm even capable of that. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to us today and for sharing in the Christian Car Guy show. Remember, ChristianCarGuy.com is our kingdom, and we hope you'll find a lot of joy there and ways to take part in helping other people. And uh, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. So take good care of your kingdom, Jim. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on today. It's a pleasure, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. I hope so. I hope so. God bless. Thank you.